0: Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy.
1: Yeah, Holden, I finally predicted something correctly on the podcast, <laughs> so we can talk about that more when we discuss yeah. the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, one of my most ha- anticipated things of the year, and Holden's like, I don't know, is it even an honorable mention?
0: <laughs> yeah you know, uh, we've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi as well as uh, oh yeah Top Gun Maverick <laughs> Top Gun Maverick golden alright finally we don't have to see that trailer anymore to the danger zone <laughs> alright now let's... we just have to deal with uh, the nope trailer until July yep and light year yep
1: that one movie podcast
0: but first Jimmy, we've got to do the toms the toms the toms the toms the toms Toms is a rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms. Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw's the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. Holden, since it's Top
1: Gun Maverick week, should it be Tom Cruise as the, the Tom Brokaw this week? <sighs> yeah, okay, we can do that. And it's speaking of Tom Cruise, Holden. Uh, Ray Liotta died this week wow you know. okay well we're going
0: there <laughs> i tried to set you up for the segue well I, was, I wanted to get this out of the way before we get into stuff we like actually want to talk about <laughs> yeah ray liana oh. died uh obviously the lead actor in
1: goodfellas most notably in his career holden do you have any other uh roles that you want to list off i don't know did you put a list together or anything yeah,
0: I got I got a few. Um, he was in Field of Dreams, apparently. Never seen yep, it. Yep, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Uh, he's in Marriage Story. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's one of the lawyers. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's Adam Driver's lawyer. Okay. Because I'm like Ray Liotta. Uh, he... What? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, his most iconic role B movie where he plays <laughs> himself. <laughs> Not even a B version of himself. Just no, he himself. just plays himself. He he like. Is the sponsor of this honey company or oh, something. Uh, I really need to see that movie. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But anyway, uh it kind of seems like this came out of nowhere. I don't think a cause of death has been revealed. Uh he, he was sixty seven. Uh he died in his sleep while he was like out filming a movie. Yeah. Um so not exactly sure what happened there. Sixty seven, pretty young. Um yeah, it's sad. I mean,
1: obviously, we don't know him as a person, but just based on his filmography, I will give him an
0: honorary Tom Cruise for this week. Yeah, Tom Cruise. You're going to have to keep reminding me that Tom Cruise is our top because I'm going to forget. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Tom Cruise, Jimmy. There we (laughs) go. Uh, We have a trailer uh, for Mission Impossible 7. Last week, I had mentioned that it was kind of leaked online or whatever, but now we finally got it.
1: Yeah, um, it's an interesting trailer because everybody, when it leaked, it's like, oh, there's the trailer out, but it doesn't have any of the sound effects. And then they <laughs> they published the trailer and
0: it doesn't have any sound effects. Interesting I, choice. I really like it, honestly. I, I like it without the sound effects. Uh, initially, I was kind of like more iffy on it, but I've rewatched it a few times now. I'm like, and I think a lot of it's just the music is really good. Uh, good arrangement of the main theme and i kind of like that it's just focused on that and a bunch of visual stuff in it we don't really get much plot or anything i, I think it's still i mean it trailer. was really bad the first time
1: I'm watching it without sound effects it wasn't as bad the other times i still think it was weird that not have it's it felt more like a fan trailer without the sound effects in my opinion okay but i think this is a personal preference thing so mm-hmm
0: yeah, no. For me, I, I, I mean, I guess we could go over like what we saw. I mean, it, it looks incredible. Just like the last couple movies, um, or last few, I guess, uh, Mission Impossible movies. You got some good hand-to-hand combat. You got crazy stunts. Oh yeah. um, I've got a list of things. Okay, yeah. You got walk us through it. I got three things, so it's
1: it's not <laughs> <Okay>. a huge <laughs> list. But I mean, first, well, Christopher McQuarrie, that's not on the list, but you know, he's at the helm again. For mm-hmm. The last two, I don't know. Are they ending after eight? After Dead Reckoning Part think, Two,
0: I think that's the idea. So these are the last two.
1: Are they going to blow them up on an island, like another similar character? Um, <laughs> you got a train sequence. Holden. I'm a sucker for a train sequence. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole train
0: thing that, a la the general. It looks like, yeah. Um, uh, that, if you uh, I have actually, I I remember that like scene was leaked like or like the actual filming of it was leaked a while ago because I saw like I then I saw, had it like recommended and I was like oh yeah I've seen this before and it's just like someone from a distance like showing the train going off the cliff and it's a like, real I'll, train
1: yeah so very much a la the general which mm-hmm. uh, in 1920 that was the most expensive shot ever done where the in the general the train goes off the tracks into like a river Um, mm-hmm. you got Rome Holden Cool. That's there.
0: Was that one of your three things? It's one of my three things. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, you got, and then of course the trailer ends with him biking off
0: the cliff, which I have also seen a leaked <laughs> filming of. What? Hold on. Why are you getting all these leaks? I don't know. It's just like, it, I feel like it was like news clips, like maybe like a Good Morning America kind of thing that would show up in my YouTube feed. And then they're like, oh, this is tom cruise filming a stunt for his new movie well i, I had known about the biking off a cliff thing for a long i think they
1: showed like official images of it oh, okay so you and your leaks yeah they leaked it to good myth good uh morning america yeah right okay yeah. <laughs> um those were the three of the things that stood out to me other than just like there's no sound effects and other you know the hand-to-hand combat you got the fancy club with all the flashing lights we had one of those in the last movie too <laughs> yeah there's there's typically one of those in these movies <laughs> but i mean they literally they literally made a fight in a bathroom exciting in the mm-hmm. last one so i'm excited Rebecca to see ferguson what they do. has yeah.
0: a sword that looks fun
1: yeah so i'm going
0: tom cruise for this holden yeah i mean fittingly uh tom cruise for this as well
1: dead reckoning part one is an awful title
0: yeah, let's hope, I mean, let's hope they change that. <laughs> they did it for Spider-Verse. I can see them, they could do it for this too. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, then we can go on to talk about the new Thor, uh, Thor Love and Thunder trailer at least earlier this week. There's a lot of trailers. It, honestly, this is a very packed week with this. So, uh, like, I had to rewatch some of this because I had just forgotten because I've been watching so much. But Oh, yeah, I rewatched all of these before the podcast,
1: mm-hmm. on, I wanted to come in ready to go. Yeah, same here. Um, what do you
0: think of this Thor trailer, Jimmy?
1: Looks good. We get a little bit more sense of what's going on, and obviously the thing that stands out to me is Christian Bale as gore. Mm-hmm. The god God killer? The god butcher. God butcher. Ooh, god butcher. That's got a nice edge to it. He looks great. I hope they don't kill him off in this movie because he looks awesome. He probably will get killed off. But uh, I also think now Russell Crowe is definitely dead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like there's
1: a god has to die and Russell Crowe is going to die as Zeus. And Mm -hmm. Olympus is going to be in trouble and... I don't know, he looks great. I am excited to see Christian Bale is <laughs> gore.
0: There's some really cool like black and white sequences in this, um, which I'm it, it, it's I don't know, I'm curious about it. It seems to be when they're mostly fighting gore. I don't know what the context for those scenes are, but it looks cool. Um Natalie Portman's back. She's Lady Thor now. Yeah. Cool. Nice.
1: Um See, you should have made a list, Holden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make a list for this? Yeah, but I already talked about it. It was, hey, Gore, Christian Bale's Gore looks great. I think Russell Crowe's a dead man. Yeah, that's all I, I gotta understand. say with this one.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I well, so the trailer's kind of like it, it's framed by Korg like telling this story. I wonder if that's how the movie's gonna go. Like, I think that would be kind of fun. If it's just Korg relaying a like story. That'd be cool. Maybe I don't know we'll see um yeah i don't know looks good very excited for it there we go awesome i'm giving it a tom cruise yeah tom cruise for me as well uh let's talk about the gray man yes the gray Uh, man netflix's high it's their most expensive movie ever um we've (laughs) talked about it before Uh, apparently it's costing over 200 million dollars to make this thing wow too bad it
1: doesn't look Good. I, I think it looks fine.
0: Yeah, I think it looks okay. Like, I think it. I mean, it kind of sucks that this came out the same week the week as the Mission Impossible trailer because, like, a lot of the stuff in that just looks like a better version of the Gray Man. Like, well, the a thing lot that of what jumps
1: the- out to me is that a lot of this looks very CGI, mm-hmm. like not remotely realistic, which. That's too bad, especially when you compare it to Mission Impossible 7, where Tom Cruise is literally going to kill himself making
0: those movies. <laughs> it makes um, me wonder how much of it is like in camera. I mean, I think a lot of the fight choreography is and that looks. Oh, fine, yeah. But but like
1: when that bus was like crashing through the side of the building mm-hmm. and all, I was like, that is just and Ryan Gosling's like jumping off the side. I'm like, that just is not real at all. <laughs> Um, and I do think they are making an effort to do a lot of it in realistically, because I think we've seen some behind the scenes shots and they're you know, they're actually going down the street and the bus is going down and whatever, but mm-hmm. just comparing the two. I mean, Mission Possible is great. This looks fine. Uh the standout line of this trailer is Chris Evans going, You wanna make an omelet? You gotta kill some people.
0: I also wrote that down. That's the only <laughs> thing I wrote down for any of these
1: trailers. <laughs> <laughs> um it reminds me of the the biff line from back to the future too of like oh let's make like a tree and get the heck out of here yeah <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um also i wrote down there's this guy i don't know how to pronounce this it's like done Dan- danish or Danush danish he is an actor from india and apparently he is like beloved and um like so like if you look at the <laughs> comments it's like the top comment is just Danish, 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 and like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm so excited. For I'm like, what who like what is Danish? And I'm like, look at the credits, okay, Google it. okay, it's this actor from India. He's like in his mid thirties and everybody just adores him, I guess, so okay. he must be very good. So just something to keep your eye on, I guess, to see okay. his kind of more Hollywood debut. I'm not sure if he's been in any in any other Hollywood movies, sure.
0: But um, yeah, I I did also notice that when I looked in the YouTube comments, that's just what half the comments are. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm excited because like you mentioned the line Chris Evans says, I just want Chris Evans to be hamming it up. Kind of looks like he will be. So that'll be fun. Um, This movie seems like
1: it, at least looking at the trailer, seems to be relying on comedy quite a bit. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I think this might be a flop. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I want this to be good. Don't get
0: me wrong. Um, My guess is that it'll be like all right to to good, but it won't be great. I'm guessing it'll be all
1: right. Yeah, like 65 Metacritic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. What over under? What was 67 and a half Metacritic?
0: 67 and a
1: half. Well that's over <laughs> under Holden. Yeah. So okay. is it over that or is it under that?
0: Is it sixty eight and above say, or sixty seven and I'm double? gonna go optimistically and say over. Okay, I'll take the under then. We'll see. But I'm going right. but it's only gonna be like a sixty nine seventy. Okay.
1: <laughs> well that's the point. Is like it's like uh you know, the over under. It's like, yeah, I can see it either way. So I'll take the under then, just so you know, we'll put the five UN bill on it. All right. Not literally, because I'm pretty sure it belongs to me, and it's you just still have it. So, <laughs> metaphorically, we're making this wager. Do not gamble, folks. Uh, Unless you're of age and you want to. Yes, of course. I'm talking to all the children out there. Oh, okay. We don't want to be a bad influence, on, More so yeah. than we already are. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll give this trailer a Bergeron. Yeah, I'm definitely Bergeron here.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah um then we can go into uh the andor trailer oh yeah of all the trailers this has the most surprise of the week the biggest list from me okay biggest list um so yeah this i mean i've saved the star wars trailers for the end because we also have a lot of other star wars news um just because we had star wars celebration this week kind of snuck up on me maybe also snuck up on you (laughs) yeah i did um but so they basically just made a bunch of Star Wars announcements. They did some, you know, interviews and whatnot. But one of the things they unveiled was the trailer for the Andor series. I mentioned it before, a series that previously I could not care less about. When they announced
1: <laughs> it, I was like, "Wow!" I feel the same way as when you announced that you were making a solo movie. Yeah, like I a mean, Han Solo it, movie.
0: I mean, probably I'd probably be, say I was even less excited. Yeah, because yeah, like Han Solo, I like Cassie and Andor. Who cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just a whatever character from Rogue One. But yeah, Jimmy, this trailer is pretty good. It is.
1: It is very good. And I'm like, what the heck? I wasn't expecting that. Um, first off, it is in I think the time period I find most interesting. Um, at least that Disney seems interested in exploring. Uh if we're not gonna get a new era of Star Wars, like preferably I'd like to see something before the prequels.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but my Free next prequels. choice or or set during the prequels, but my next choice would be this this time period between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, um, which is where Obi-Wan Kenobi is as well. I just think that's a very interesting time, and we haven't seen a lot of like the Empire starting to Tighten its grip over the rest of the galaxy. Um, So that was one thing on the list. Also, Coruscant Holden looks like we're getting some Coruscant. My favorite Star Wars planet. I I couldn't have told you if that was Coruscant. They all look the same to me. Um, The reason I believe it is Coruscant (laughs) is because they give us a glimpse of what I believe is the Imperial Senate. um, Which is a concept I have thought sounded very interesting. And like I said, just rewatched A New Hope a couple weeks ago and went right before darth vader's like i find your lack of faith disturbing you know whatever he says um there's like a they're gonna like oh well can we even use the death star and he's like don't even worry about it we just dissolved the imperial senate we have we can do whatever we want i'm paraphrasing but something like that (laughs) like oh so the senate does carry over i'd like to see that transition because you know like the the famous line in revenge of the sith is like Natalie Portman's like so this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause you know poetry Boo. george um it's you know it's yeah. a good line it but the rest of the dialogue is cheesy so um but you would think that you know intergalactic senate that not all these senators are going to be on board with just handing this obvious sith lord (laughs) you know (laughs) dictatorial powers over everything so i think it's interesting to see the more uh this uh transition between republic to dictatorship fleshed out i think that would be something very interesting to see and the whole political side of the prequels i think is fascinating and it's just not executed all that well in the movies
0: so i would like to see that here in this show well, I, so I just rewatched the prequels this week, which I'll get more into later. But um, at, yeah, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, they like they they don't I because I I could have sworn or I guess I just assumed that at the end they like dissolved the Senate, but they don't like it's still there. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the Emperor's like the new Galactic Empire, whatever he says, like, a new intergalactic empire. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And so, yeah, I mean, the Senate's still there, so it will be kind of cool to see this this transitionary period before they're completely dissolved and see what it's what they're like under the Empire. Yeah, very very cool.
1: Uh, in addition to Coruscant, and some other cool environments, one that stood out to me is like they had these bases in the water um, on this one planet, and they looked like they was underwater. Maybe some sort of like Naboo. Oh. Oh, I don't think it was Naboo. I don't know. No, no. I don't it, really know. No, remember. it was not Naboo. It was like, <laughs> you, it looked like some sort of cement thing. What's the prison in, is it the raft in Endgame that they go to?
0: In Endgame.
1: What, they to what's prison that prison that they go to in the, in the middle of the ocean? Oh, yeah, uh, that's the raft. Yeah, yeah. the raft. It looked like that. Um. But Star Wars, I don't know if it was a prison or if it was like a place where they're keeping records or something, but that that looked cool, just visually. Mm-hmm. And they had a bunch of them in the water there. Um, just a bunch of cool looking places. It definitely has the Rogue One visual aesthetic, which I think is a very good thing. I still think that's the best looking Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. Otherwise, um, Holden, we have Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgard is in this. Didn't yeah, remember what that a sneak appearance. <laughs> and Didn't I think he's a good there. guy. Surprisingly, is he? I don't know. Um, I believe. I think they made like a Lego set, and he's like a good guy in the Lego set. So maybe he betrays okay. him or something, but you would just like if you were like selling scars it's gonna be in star wars i would just assume he's like an imperial officer <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: yeah i mean he he looks like he would be an imperial officer
1: <laughs> if someone was born to be an imperial officer still scars guard <laughs> but uh we'll see i Apparent- maybe he betrays the rebels or something or i
0: don't know apparently the show is written by the guy who wrote the f- the like first three born movies Hmm. so um so if this is going to have a lot more espionage kind of stuff in it then we we have a veteran of that genre writing it which is cool i haven't seen any of those i haven't either apparently they're good
1: (laughs) (laughs) um kyburn is in this
0: He's just oh, yeah, which sleazy I still, you, you Imperial officer. You pointed that out to me on Thursday, but I still did not notice him this time. I guess I wasn't really looking.
1: But... There's a shot where it's just like a very polished white room, and he's just in the middle, and it's like a medium close-up of him. He's like, oh, yeah, it's Kybert. I guess I just
0: don't. <laughs> he didn't stand out to me. He forgotten looks like he...
1: Kybert. <laughs> just in an Imperial officer outfit. I, don't... I guess I don't know. Come on,
0: Olden. I'm sure he's there. I'm sure you're not, you know, just
1: hallucinating. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that cuz he's such a good kind of sleaze ball politician guy. That actor, whose name I cannot remember. Just call him Kyburn, Kyburn. Kyburn actor Anton Lesser.
0: Yeah, uh Mon Mothma's in the trailer. Oh, I cool. missed that yeah well she's she's not in her like mon moth garb it's just like the i can't remember she says something in the trailer she's like many bothans after us or something
1: what many bothans died to put me in this trailer (laughs) i've exhausted my list hold on anything else to say about the
0: andor trailer no, that's that's all I've got. All oh, right. also, uh, apparently, this is the first of the Disney Plus shows that's not being filmed on that weird CG stage thing. The volume, yeah. So uh, this is a lot of this is more just like you know usual practical plus CG stuff, and it looks really good.
1: Yeah, it does. So, um, also, isn't it like twelve episodes and? It- the whole thing is 24 episodes
0: yeah it's uh yeah so first season is gonna be 12 episodes they're gonna start on second season in november i think they said and that's gonna be another 12 episodes so this is the longest set of any of the series both star wars and marvel interesting um, so we'll see i will give it a tom cruise yeah i will too tom cruise
1: did not anticipate that and or sneaking up on us like yeah. the rebel scum he is, you know. He
0: is a spy, so yeah. makes sense. Um, Anyway, and then the last bit, technically, this is gaming news, but I'm just going to sneak it in here because we're talking about Star Wars. Uh, we got the uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor first cinematic trailer. Uh, what do you think of it, Jimmy? I got two notes. First note, he finds,
1: uh, and I'm talking about Cal Kestis, he finds a back to boy. That's what I'm calling him—a back-to-boy. <laughs> because back <to boy. laughs> I don't know who that is. If I'm supposed to, he's just a back-to-boy. Yeah, he's just a back-to-boy. I'm isn't... like, is he from like the High Republic or something?
0: Maybe, and like they just got lost, or I don't know. I didn't really read much into the trailer, so I don't know if like I bet there was someone out there who's like, oh, that's so and so from like this book. Probably. Like... <laughs> Should I like Jedi survivor back-to-boy? Yeah, type in those words exactly. I bet you'll get what you want. Well, I'll just go back to
1: tank cuz that's what Google recommends. <laughs> uh all right. So mystery guy is could be Star Killer. There's no. Star Killer. I don't think it's Star Killer. The protagonist from Star Wars the Force Unleashed. Yeah, I don't think it's Star Killer. <laughs> um let's see. That was comicbook.com. Here's a Let's see. This is Game Rant they say no okay there's okay yes i know what a bacta tank is they're saying is it the return of theron malakos the guy the the guy that who's obviously evil from the first game he's like i'm not evil and you're like <laughs> you dude you're dressed like a sith lord <laughs> um and i want to replay that game I do too. Every, t-
0: every time I think back to it, I'm like, "That was fun."
1: Is it a new character or a legend brought to life? I um, hope it's just a new character. I don't. I don't want people to be I do like, too.
0: "Oh, I oh, I remember him."
1: Uh, and it's a Star Killer again. Um, I'm hoping it's like some guy who is just from like the the High Republic era, mm-hmm. who just got like frozen there and somehow got like marooned on some planet. And he finds some. He's like, "Wait a second, the Jedi are all dead. What?" <laughs> Um, I think that would be the most interesting. I'm going to give this trailer... Oh, I haven't... There's another thing I guess I need to talk about. Well, I'll give it my rating. I'll say it's a, a Tom Cruise for me because I'm excited. I thought the yeah, first we'll one was it. a very solid story, about a very solid 8 out of 10 game. Yeah, um, Tom
0: Cruise. It doesn't really show us much of like what the story is going to be necessarily. It's just kind of a lot of little shots and no gameplay, but And everybody's cool. like, please... Please do fast travel,
1: <laughs> please. Um, a uh, Grand Inquisitor design looks very good. Um, is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it does look cool. It does. More on the Grand Inquisitor later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's all I got here.
0: Looks good. um, I I, th- I did want to mention real quick there. Uh, they announced they're doing a Lego BD One set. Did you see that? I did see that. Yeah. Looks cute. I don't know if I'll get it, but... yeah, It's already it is. $10 off on Target.com. Is there, oh, my gosh. I'm going so to have to go, go get it right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah. And I think it's a basically one-to-one size.
0: Uh-huh. That makes sense. He's pretty small, so... Um,
1: I know his like you can only, like, splay his legs, like, outward and not move them front and back, I believe. But oh. you can move his head around, and he's got the little um, health things oh really you could like the health canisters that you can just pop in his head i don't think it shoots out but you could just pop them in his head that's cute yeah oh my gosh i might have to get this bd1 is a great uh droid he was a surprisingly delightful element of that game
0: oh yeah every time you give him a little upgrade the little dance he does warms my heart um 2023 release window we'll see Uh, yeah i think i think well we mentioned this last week and i think like what it had shown was like end of 2023 so it could very easily get delayed out of that window
1: yeah i just don't even pay attention until they give like this is absolutely the final release date and then i'm like okay i'll expect it like six months after that yeah um so yeah that's all we have for trailers now (laughs) that's it that's all
0: yeah what do we got for actual toms this week golden all right so other star wars celebration news um mandalorian season three was confirmed to be coming out february of next year jimmy holy um,
1: smokes
0: yeah uh, apparently no footage uh, so there was footage shown at the actual celebration none of it was released online but apparently a lot of it did show a big focus on like his uh, looming conflict with like bo katan and stuff Two and a half years. Is that how long it'll have been? Yeah.
1: Wow. Nearly. Because it's like the first, the second season. I mean, I guess when did it stop airing? Let me look up
0: the. Well, no, second season wasn't. That was twenty twenty. Season. So wait, yeah, I guess twenty twenty three is next
1: February. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, it'll be a little, like, two and a quarter, because I guess that it started airing on November 12th, which probably meant it stopped at, like, the end of... Oh, no, first episode is November 12th. Well, let me find this <laughs> here. Okay, the last episode was on December 18th, 2020. So, two and a quarter years between seasons. Mm-hmm. What is it, Stranger Things? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean it. It's kind of weird that it's gonna take that long, especially since after Andor. I mean, I guess Andor. That's twelve weeks, so that's gonna go for most of the fall. Um, but after that, I don't think there's anything else Star Wars related coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, but they
1: got the the MCU stuff cranking sure, out. Sure. Yeah,
0: they're not they're not gonna be short on content, but just no. kind of it's just kind of surprising. Yeah. So I guess we got that and Ahsoka coming out next year. See, Netflix, Disney is actually making things that people want to watch. (laughs) So just take some notes. Uh, I'll give I'll Honestly, I think I'll give that a Tom Cruise uh, because, I mean, if they're spending this long on it, I'd like to think that it's going to be good. (laughs) I would like to think so as
1: well. I mean, Sean Favreau and Dave Filoni are just so cute when they talk about Star Wars. They're just like, can you believe we're making Star Wars? Oh my gosh <laughs> it's so wholesome I love how John Favreau just calls Grogu baby Yoda too he's yeah just like baby Yoda like yeah he's in he, he's in touch with the the, the common people <laughs> I like these guys I think they make good Star Wars most of the time and other times it's like yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> I'll give it a Tom
0: Cruise I guess Holden you talked me into it <laughs> Uh, And then another kind of surprise was a new Star Wars show was announced at Star Wars Celebration. It was called uh, Skeleton Crew. Did you see this? I don't think so. Okay. uh, So it's a new live action series. It's going to be coming out on Disney Plus apparently next year. Uh, so this is the show is going to be created by John Watts, who just made the Spider-Man trilogy, uh, and Christopher Ford, who I forgot to look up what he has done previously, but I'm not sure. Uh, but apparently it's going to follow a group of 10 year old kids from a small planet who will get lost in that galaxy far, far away and must try to find their way home. The story will take place after Return of the Jedi and will fit within the timeline of the Mandalorian in Ahsoka. And the only cast member that's been announced is Jude Law. Who I assume will not be playing a 10 year old kid. <laughs> um So he Christopher
1: Ford looks like he wrote Spider Man Homecoming.
0: Okay. He so wrote the
1: screenplay for Chaos Walking. <laughs> Oof. Um so yeah, that's the that's the stuff. <laughs> He's also an actor in RoboCop remake interesting so there you um, go what
0: do you what do you think of this Jimmy ah Bergeron yeah um yeah Bergeron I mean honestly to me this sounds like it could be like a fun maybe like Star Wars style Goonies oh yeah I think I saw that like there's they're
1: trying to make Star Wars Goonies I think that's what I saw so yes I did hear about this
0: so, if, if that's what it is, I think that's a fun idea. I think that could be really cool. Or um, it could be really
1: bad. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's really too soon to say.
1: So, I'm going uh, Bergeron Holden. Uh,
0: yeah, I'll give a Bergeron as well. Do we have a release window for the Ahsoka series? I think it's just 2023. I kind of looked that up um, because I think they just started filming. Like, uh, last I know month. that
1: Dave Filoni and John Favreau, they were doing their panel... And John Favreau was like, you guys realize that when Dave finishes this, he's like, he has to haul it back to get back on the Ahsoka set and be directing that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's in production
0: right now. Yeah. And I know the only thing that came out about that, I don't know if this is part of celebration, but there's a lot of like Star Wars Rebels tie-ins, like a lot of characters from that are going to be live action now. So I'm like, great. I'm not going to understand these characters at all. I'm not either,
1: and I don't really want to watch Rebels. No,
0: I might watch all the Clone Wars, but I've heard Rebels is a slog. So, yeah. Um,
1: funny story from Star Wars Celebration. So the the big cameo at the end of season two of the Mandalorian. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, if you've seen it, they the code name for that on set was Plo Koon for that character. So like they literally had like they paid VFX artists to like make CGI elements for Plo Koon and like the concept art was all like Plo Koon in that sequence, and because they're Why? like because they want people not to know who it was who was gonna okay. they didn't want it to leak or anything, and they're like well it'd be realistic if people like. If it got leaked as Plo Koon because Dave Filoni loves that character, apparently he's always trying to bring him back, <laughs> even though he got blown up. <laughs> Plo Koon does have a lot of screen time in Clone Wars, from what I have seen of it. So, um, so I just thought that was a funny story that he's like John Favreau was like, yeah, we literally paid VFX artists to do visual effects that nobody ever even saw, <laughs> just to make sure it was not leaked. Uh, I just thought that was a funny little tidbit of information that I had never heard before.
0: So there you go. Yeah, that is funny. Um, and then the only other thing—I mean, there was stuff about Willow. I'm not going to talk about that because I know nothing about it. I also did not watch the trailer, so looks like Lord of the Rings. I cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Indiana Jones—the first image was shown. It, it's just indie a silhouette of indie whatever um, release date was confirmed to be june 30th of next year and considering the fact they're done filming jimmy i think this is this is hard and set now yeah i don't i don't think this is getting delayed again all right <laughs> sounds good harrison ford is not dying before this before the movie
1: was finished cuz it's already done oh you might die before it comes out though that's
0: true yeah i i almost said that but i, was, I hesitated <laughs>
1: um every time you watch the behind the scenes of star wars he always says the bang 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 so i wonder if he does that on indiana jones too. When he's walking (laughs) around with the gun bang bang there was something oh uh, yeah
0: there was something that he he was at star wars celebration and he like he like teared up when he was like talking to john williams or something it was kind of cute
1: yeah i i didn't see that i saw that 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 john williams played the theme or whatever he yeah. conducted it he also conducted the obi-wan theme right before that
0: aired more on that when we talk about obi-wan though anything else holding yeah no that's uh that's it although there is one more piece of star wars news that's not part of star wars celebration that apparently the next star wars movie is going to be the taika tt one okay and it's <laughs> coming even, out next year do we even know what it is no we don't (laughs) but (laughs) Kathleen Kennedy said that it's it's supposed to be coming out next year and it's the Taika Waititi Star Wars movie so
1: (laughs) I don't I mean uh innocent until proven guilty there but I'm gonna say (laughs) that is not gonna happen so we'll see uh that movie we literally know nothing about is going to come out within the next year and a half. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> I will believe that because Lucasfilm has just such a great track record lately for just <laughs> being true to their announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to actually just give that a Bombadil because that's <laughs> not happening. But you I am excited. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the movie, I guess. I do um, have a little sliver of news holding for Toms. Okay. Uh, so did you see that Winnie po- Winnie the Pooh has entered the public domain? Yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I also had this written down. <laughs> He's no longer the exclusive... Uh, his rights aren't exclusively held by Disney, so naturally someone is making like a slasher horror cult <laughs> thriller with Winnie the Pooh's like a cannibal or something and... They, like, sacrifice Eeyore, and I'm, like...
0: <laughs> Did you see the images? I, yeah, it's, like, people wearing creepy masks. The, yeah, the, the costumes are, like, terrifying. And it's more of just because it doesn't look right. Like, <laughs> I mean, they definitely made them to look that way just so it would be creepier, but I'm, like, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I it's so I don't know. From what I understand, this is, like, a very, like, small production kind of thing that kind of blew up online and so like people are it's getting more attention so i don't know if it's going to be any good i oh, didn't really probably recognize. not probably not but i'm definitely interested in it <laughs> so i
1: mean if you ever wanted to make a winnie the pooh film now's, your now's the time public yeah. domain go for it uh i'm going to give that a bergeron we'll see
0: i'm going to give it a brocott Mo- mostly for a the tom winnie the pooh cruise the public domain or yeah tom cruise um more winnie the pooh content the better because uh, i am a very big fan
1: uh all right that's all
0: i have for tom's any other news stories holden uh the only other thing i wanted to mention was that uh horizon zero dawn is apparently getting a netflix series oh yeah i did hear this and gran turismo which i don't care about is getting a movie <laughs> so whatever it's just a racing movie <laughs> yeah horizon's getting a series
1: we'll see i am skeptical Bergeron. yeah
0: that that requires a lot of money behind it so Netflix I don't know <laughs> is it a Netflix series yeah it's a Netflix series <laughs> so like a few years ago if this was if they had announced this with like it was a Netflix series I would have been like okay cool but I don't know with like a recent goings zones uh, I don't know man. Yeah, They should have been on Amazon with the God of War series or something. Yeah, what the heck's going on there? Anywho, we (laughs) got to keep... And then Last of Us is on HBO.
1: What are they doing? We got to keep this rolling, Holden. What are they doing? What are you doing, Sony? Uh, We should have them on for our segment, What Are You Doing? (laughs) Uh, All right, Holden. What shall we review first? Obi-Wan Kenobi, I assume? Yeah, we should do
0: Obi-Wan first.
1: All right. Spoiler discussion of episode one and two of the Obi Wan Kenobi Limited series on Disney Plus.
0: All right. So, Obi Wan, was this your most anticipated show of the year? I
1: think so. Otherwise, it was the Last of Us series. Okay. Um, um
0: but yeah, um, very anticipated. Um, I've become more excited for this as it got closer because I mentioned to you the other day, picking up the Skywalker saga was like the best thing I could have done because it made me in a Star Wars mood again because before I had talked about how just little I cared about Star Wars earlier in the <laughs> year. Playing Lego Star Wars really liked it. It made me like it enough that I went back and watched the, re-watched the prequels in this last week before Obi-Wan came out. Tried to give him a fair shot again um, to mixed results, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, um, Obi-Wan, set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Um, Obi-Wan is, I'm not reading synopsis, I'm making this up. Um, oh, wow. He's Sounded set, like a synopsis. Yeah. Um, he's living on Tatooine. He's keeping watch over Luke, uh, but he's forced to come out of hiding for a reason. No pun intended. Or, yeah a <laughs> uh, reason that we probably shouldn't give away because it's not really given in the trailers not at so all if if y- if you haven't seen it or are we going to do full spoilers for this absolutely start-
1: i think absolutely just go into full spoilers okay.
0: full spoilers for this uh he comes out of hiding to go rescue uh, leia 10 year old leia um who has been kidnapped by mercenaries
1: sweet and since it is full spoilers we do not need to to tell the audience what happens <laughs> That's um true. yes what, what do you think like, just overall opinion holding because we were like there's there's our, a lot of our perception of star wars right now is riding on this yeah do you think this
0: series got off to a good start i think it's okay it's kind of <laughs> like i think it's I think there's elements that are really good, but I think there's also some elements that are really holding it back for me. Um, Okay, we'll have to discuss
1: those. I think it's a solid start. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I wasn't expecting that from the first two episodes. I'm like, they need to stick the landing. Like, this needs to build to a place, and if they just kind of meander in like episodes three, four, and five, and, and then the finale in six is like, oh, wow that's not enough for me like it Mm -hmm. needs to be compelling throughout um yeah i think the bones are there it's just okay now prove it because sometimes in these other disney plus shows then they just meander for the middle Mm -hmm.
0: episodes and then there's a big finale well and i'm also i mean given how episode two like i i was kind of surprised how quickly he got leia back so i'm like I I'm worried that like this next episode is going to be like really slow and like he's it's going to be maybe more of just them connecting or something and I mean I want that character development sure but I also don't want it to just meander like you said not at the
1: expense of an interesting plot at the same time like give us a good character development and good plot at the same time um so yeah Leia's in the show holding called it <laughs> absolutely hit it right i even got her age right holden i was like oh yeah 10 years old makes well, sense. well okay
0: i'm not gonna give you that because we knew this took place 10 years after revenge of the sith obviously she's gonna be 10 years old jimmy okay that's not well even, i that's didn't i couldn't remember
1: part. i was just like yeah you know 10 year old leia whatever comes <laughs> on
0: um. Fine. Yeah. I didn't I mean, you sent me times. that text, and I did not go listen to it because I figured it was going to be a spoiler for Obi Wan. So I was, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't, because then I was surprised when Leia was in it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I'm just I was just gonna say that. Hey, man, I, I told you. Just letting you know. Uh, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. So here we go. <laughs> it's my it's my minute to shine. Um. I we'll see. We'll see with little Leia. I think she's charming at parts. I think she could get very annoying very quickly. Um, Honestly,
0: I'm I I think I'm more on the positive end for her. I like, definitely I, am too. I yeah. am too. Uh, however, the
1: scene with where she's just dodging all the kidnappers is, is
0: silly. <laughs> yeah, that one's <was> pretty silly. <laughs> she <laughs> these um... grown adults just like Whoop, wah, she uh, she's also like she's so small like <laughs> she like does not look ten she looks like she's younger than ten, yeah, which I mean uh, that's just how you know tall the actress is, which is fine or whatever but I like it's distracting distracting not I'm not saying that's a bad way, but sometimes I'm like she's up next to her to her dad Bale organa and I'm like she is like his ankle like so the size <laughs> of his ankle <laughs> But I thought that was funny.
1: I like how she's just a feisty little one. You know, she's roasting her privileged slave-owning cousin. Yep,
0: yeah, she uh, calls Obi-Wan old a few times. <laughs> oldie one, <Juan> Kenobi. <laughs> and he's like,
1: ooh, that hurts, Leia. Um. Yeah, it's cool that we get to see Alderaan a little bit more. Um, yeah. <laughs> as long as it lasts, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I I like the idea of Obi Wan. He's in this this dark place right now, and I feel like he's gonna have his hope rekindled, his optimism rekindled by this pure-hearted little feisty Leia. And I just think that's that there's such a beautiful essence to that and i think Mm -hmm. it's very poetic and and it makes sense and that's why i was like it makes sense to have leia in the show it'd be a missed opportunity to not have her so i not only am i like just like oh i can't believe i called it but i think it just serves the story really well and i think they have it set up to be really good and of course like you know obviously one of my favorite stories ever is the last of us which is a guy you know guy girl this uh kind of paternal relationship um and kind of traversing this dangerous world together and if they can pull it off here that'd be awesome
0: yeah 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 i agree um, um yeah uh i i think i'm i'm wanting them to lean into i mean they they've hinted at it a little bit i want them to lean more into like how much like the confrontation between him and anakin like affected him because yeah. we, we get that a little bit, um, which I think is a really great angle for him. Because obviously, I mean, they're supposed to be very close and then they clash and he leaves him <laughs> to burn alive. Um, wh- one thing I didn't understand is how does he not know that Anakin's still alive? Like, don't people know who Darth Vader is? I guess not. Like, I don't know.
1: I don't, he is on Tatooine, to be fair, like a that's remote true. place that's true. in the galaxy so and he's been a hermit <laughs> so i think he's just like i just assumed anakin died um but the the one thing that's a little confusing for me is like he's he sees the uh the mayoral candidate from uh what licorice pizza and he's like hey oh yeah, man Safty,
0: safety one of the safety brothers yeah one of
1: the safety brothers and he's like hey man you don't want to be jedi that's just a death sentence go th- Bury your lightsaber in the middle of the desert. Um, which how does he find those? It's <laughs> just a side tangent. What how does he locate in the middle of the desert? I guess maybe yeah. he uses the force or something. I don't know. Um he's got a metal detector. Beep, 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 boom. <laughs> oh, here's where here's where I left it. There it is. Oh yes, yeah, so I thought I recognized this grain of sand or this sand dune. Um He buried it in sand because he knew Anakin would never come after it. <laughs> yeah. Genius, Obi Wan playing the 4D chess. um <laughs> So, but he's like, okay, don't don't be a Jedi. That's a death sentence. But also, I'm going to train Luke to be a Jedi. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know it's, about it's, that.
0: Yeah, it's, see, there's a little bit of inconsistency there. Yeah. Um. I think okay one of the biggest problems that both of these episodes have is that it is too dark did you get that at all
1: I didn't I can maybe see what you're saying with that I think that's just kind of a trend in, in modern cinematography just to underexpose everything
0: I, there were, like, any night or, like, shadow shots in this. And part of this, I mean, my TV is not the greatest. You have a very nice TV. Yeah, know, Alden, so. I had no problem with my 75-inch <laughs> 4K QN. But <laughs> <laughs> but my, uh, like, I could not, like, when, uh, the biggest example for me is when, obi-1 finds out that Anakin is alive like i can't see like what he's trying to emote because like the whole shot is way too dark and like it's supposed to be like this big moment for his character i'm like i'm i'm not getting it I literally uh, just i cannot think that was it.
1: i think that's more your tv because i saw that fine he no. was like stunned and he was feeling i i saw like stunned and a little horrified and also like
0: w- like just like what like he just couldn't believe it and the and when he was talking to Benny Safty that whole scene i could uh, that was probably honestly the worst in terms of visibility yeah man, um, i think you just that's your tv more than anything well regardless it doesn't look good on all tvs so on your high ends like what jimmy's got it probably looks good but on a you know me, I uh, got a more affordable TV. Doesn't work.
1: I should rewatch Game of, uh, Season Eight of Game of Thrones. I might be actually, able to see it this time. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe that uh long night episode will actually work. I thought that I could see that one mostly okay on my parents' TV back in the day, back in 2019, a more innocent time. Yeah. Um. um. Yeah, inconsistencies there. Uh it's very cute that he buys him the toy ship from a new hope. I thought that was nice. Um, Obi Wan mm-hmm. doing that. I guess I didn't notice that. You didn't notice that, hold on. Well, oh, if I you didn't know, I, I re watched A New Hope recently. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's been a while. He's got that little toy skyhopper or whatever you call him, ship, and that's what Obi Wan buys him. He's like, You're not, and uh joel edgerton's like none of this obi-wan stuff joel edgerton was doing great uncle owen uh impersonation it's like he's he's hitting that spot on
0: (laughs) i think it's really funny because like he's become a lot bigger of an actor in like the years since revenge of the sith but he's still like willing to come back to this i mean i'm sure it pays well so that's part of it yeah
1: um that's good uh I really like the Reva character. I think she's going to be com- pretty compelling. I obviously uh, something Obi Wan has failed her in some sort of way, so she's like obsessed with him. So she is kind of going after him, and she's like, I guess she's an Inquisitor gone rogue, kind of.
0: I think she can potentially be interesting but i could also see her being very one note and if she has like one motivation of just like oh obi-wan wronged her which is fine good motivation but if that's all she is then i don't care but it's (laughs) almost
1: like they're setting her up to be a good guy at the end (laughs) yeah possibly yeah (laughs) can't wait for her to sacrifice her life to save obi-wan and leia Mm -hmm. and keep them from darth vader
0: Yeah, um, like a do you think like Darth Vader Star Wars thing we like like another Inquisitor that we've encountered in a uh, Fallen Order? I don't even remember that.
1: No, okay. Um Do you think Darth Vader's going to meet Leia? Uh, I was wondering that. Because Maybe... I I mean I think you could get away with it in canon, because I mean in Return of the Jedi, he's like, ah, oh, yes.
0: The sister. Yeah, like there's nothing that indicates he doesn't know there's two of them in the original trilogy. So, yeah. Could get away with it, I think. I think you could. Um, we'll see if they
1: do that. Um, her droid's cute. I saw yeah. that on stage at Celebration. I was like, there's a new droid. That's going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Reva gave me serious Batman vibes when... Uh, she was just like on the rooftops waiting. No, oh, lurking. Yeah. And she was like doing those weird flips and stuff and like she literally like sh- sh- nose dives off the building like Batman. I'm like you're just <laughs> Batman, Riva. Um so bonus points for that. Uh she stabs the Grand Inquisitor <laughs> who even died though it- even though he's not dead until the end of
0: Rebels. So I guess he- he's still alive unless they just replace the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, that's I I'm guessing he's just not dead because I, I feel like that is kind of like a moment they were building up to. It made sense that it was going to happen, but I could see him just very much still being alive and then coming back later in the series. Like, look what you did, Reva. I,
1: but I don't know. I don't understand why they went with that. Why they didn't make his head look like the grand inquisitor's head. Cause they already have a person who looks like that in revenge of the Sith. And he's like, thousands of battle droids. That guy from Utapau who talks about... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like... Are they supposed to be the same race?
1: I guess. Are same species? I think so. I mean, they look so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm being a Star Wars racist, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> who cares? They are not real
0: creatures. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was my joke, Um But... I'm I'm wondering if the actor was just like I'm not going to do all that makeup and prosthetics. I'm drawing a line and they just really wanted to get that guy. But I mean, I don't, don't know.
0: See. I I think it looks fine. I, it's I don't mind the I it think it looks look... fine. It
1: doesn't look as cool as the other thing though. I don't know. It doesn't look as mm. menacing. Like I don't I don't take him that seriously. Um with his I don't know. I actually.
0: thought it kind of looked silly in Revenge of the Sith. Okay. As someone who just rewatched it, Jimmy, I feel right, like I've got fine. good authority to say that.
1: Um well then we finally got a Star Wars meth lab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that Obi Wan hand to hand combat. Nice. Yep,
0: looks good. Looks good. Yeah, um, he saves Leia using the Force. Nice. Yep. Makes sense because she said she wanted to float, so. You'll float too. Lady. Yeah, she'll float too. <laughs> She'd love to meet Pennywise. <laughs> um
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a solid start. It's I don't it wasn't didn't blow me away. I wasn't like, oh my gosh. They completely effed it up already. So the the bones are there. Now it's all mm-hmm. about the execution. I have faith in Deborah Chow. I do think it is grim. Like I thought, like when they were like, oh, the rewrites and all that, it I think you still get the sense of like you know, we lost. You know, we, the Jedi are dead. It's, they're done. Mm-hmm. And his life is miserable. <laughs> He's like chopping up carcasses in the middle of the desert, sneaking that off. a looks little, good. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> He's in the Ray bread, the Ray muffin, insta muffins, insta bread, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Um, so,
0: oh, we got a we got an aged clone trooper. Oh yeah, good Timura Morrison cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that. That was fun.
1: And we got another little Jawa guy. Jawas yeah. are always fun.
0: Woo, teeny! Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty cute. Um, Music is pretty good. Um, it's grown on me a
1: lot since I just heard it. They they definitely lean on the theme a lot, but I think it it
0: fits. It's it's very dreary, mm-hmm. yet there's a little bit of hope to it. Yeah, and so yeah, the main theme, as you said before, is John Williams, which is good. Um, the uh, the rest of the score is Natalie Holt, who did the Loki score, I believe, and that was very good, phenomenal. Good, the Loki so. score is very good. Hmm. Um.
1: Yeah. I I'm gonna say these are like seven seven and a half out of ten somewhere in there yeah for me. um
0: I think yeah I'm probably around there too um the other thing I didn't really mention was I just felt like I don't know something about the dialogue was like off it just felt very bland I guess um now it is better than the prequel dialogue but uh I don't know it just it was like somewhat unengaging for some of it but I don't know. I think I'll still stick with the round of seven, though. We'll see. Yeah, I I'm don't, optimistic. I'm what? a
1: little afraid that they're going to dumb things down. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is also for kids. We need to dumb it down. Yeah. Don't dumb it down. They'll grow up to love it. Okay. Just I mean, make it good.
0: It's already better than Book of Boba Fett. So. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> that is a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at least the non Mandalorian episodes of Book of Boba Fett.
0: We, uh, we didn't get a Book of Boba Fett Season 2 at Star Wars Celebration, so thank God. <laughs> let's just not do that. Let's not.
1: Um, all right. I think that's that wraps up our discussion of that, because we got to talk about Top Gun, and we're basically at the hour mark. So, yeah, let's go. Top Gun <laughs> Maverick. Holden and I have been dreading this movie for years. Holy smokes. Literally years. Uh, did we enjoy it? Did we hate it? Was it somewhere in between? Let's find out. Top Gun Maverick non-spoiler review starting now.
0: All right. Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to the 80s classic. I do in air quotes. Overrated. One of the most overrated movies of all time. Yeah. (laughs) I've only seen it once, though, to be fair. Um, I thought I had seen it more recently. Apparently, the time I watched it was, like, back in October. I thought it was, like, just a month or two ago, but regardless.
1: I'm going to read the synopsis, Holden, to save time. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him training a detachment of graduates for a special assignment maverick must confront the ghosts of his past and his deepest fears culminating in a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those who choose to fly it very nicely said there yeah yeah eloquent
0: yeah um so this was directed by joseph kosinski who also directed uh tron legacy fantastic film cult classic tron legacy <laughs> um the so let me just say uh this is the second time that he's directed a sequel to a quote-unquote classic 80s film uh that is better than the original in every way top gun ha-
1: the original top gun has to be better than original tron though
0: oh yeah no yeah 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent uh, Tron is—I I mean, Tron is really only regarded as a classic by some because of nostalgia and the effects being revolutionary. But that movie—that movie—is a slog if you've ever seen it. Oh my god. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a lot better than the original Top Gun. Uh, and I mean, neither of us went in really excited for it. And I won't even say that I love it or anything, but I think it is much superior. I very but- much
1: enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it is the perfect movie they could have made it in this case. Like they acknowledge the original, mm-hmm. the events of the original affect this movie and the characters. Uh, but this movie also establishes new characters that stand on their own two feet mm-hmm it's and its plot is very engaging and it's simple and they execute it very well and the effects and the accuracy of just everything even like apparently the top gun the original is like just notorious for like they're just pushing random buttons <laughs> and that are not accurate at all this one's much more accurate um except for like i guess like the the uh, flares that they use to uh, dodge missiles and stuff, or uh, trick missiles aren't isn't accurate, but much more accurate. There, a lot more practically based. The effects are pretty incredible throughout, and the sequences you can actually tell what's happening in the location of everything during different sequences. For the most part, they absolutely knock this movie out of the park in terms of the execution. Now, is there clunky expos? Expo- Expository dialogue, absolutely. Yeah, there yeah. is, especially John Hamm's character. Only yeah, John- he exclusively
0: <laughs> speaks in exposition. <laughs> John Hamm. I mean, I love John Hamm, but he's pretty much wasted in this as just an exposition dump and as an unnecessary like roadblock for Maverick. You got
1: fan service, but it doesn't distract from the movie. It work plays into the character arcs. Mm-hmm. it works the climax is exciting probably overstays its welcome gets a little bombastic for my taste yeah i think a little bit more restraint would have worked better but Went overall on
0: too long for sure
1: overall this movie is a massive success for <laughs> if you're just like telling me they're making a top gun sequel i would have been like oh gosh um and they need to cut a better trailer i think too Because, I don't know, Uh, this movie is for, if you like the original Top Gun at all, you're going to love this movie. Yeah. People seem to
0: be really happy with this as a sequel, like in general, the fans do. If you
1: don't like the original Top Gun, but you do enjoy the trench run at the end of Star Wars A New Hope, you will also enjoy this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Or if you just enjoy Tom Cruise's shenanigans and, like, Mission Impossible and all that stuff. Or just a good, nice, like, plan and execution sort of kind of idea, you'll enjoy this.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think general audiences in general will like this. Um, I mean, it's, it's probably the, the biggest thing we can say is that we didn't like the original and we like this one. So you might be in the same boat. Yes. Um
1: it's thrilling. I mean it's like there's always something exciting happening mm-hmm. honestly. And the characters like there aren't that many characters where I'm like I don't really know anything about. Like there's like there like there's 12 recruits or whatever in this top gun program. So obviously not all 12 of them will be fully fleshed out, but like the yeah. five I, main ones that you're supposed to know, they do a good job developing them.
0: I think that's my my biggest problem is that I felt like outside of Maverick, Rooster, and maybe one of the other recruits, honestly, I felt like all of them were really underdeveloped. Um, even the ones that get more screen time, I was like, okay, they have like one bit of backstory that's like kind of their motivation, and then. They're like one personality trait the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, they just they were kind of bland. Um, I think that the ones they do focus on are very good, but I just kind of wish there was a little bit more for those other side characters. Mm,
1: yeah, I think you, you're kind of picking nits. I think with that, I feel like there's only so much you can do in a movie like this with the whole team and to get all the sequel stuff in there and focus enough on on Maverick himself his challenges, I thought they balanced it about as well as they could have. I don't know. I think it would have been extremely challenging to do it better than they did.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Holden. Okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> yeah, agree to disagree on that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Maverick... Um, for the most part I like uh, his character in this movie it is a lot more interesting than the first one because the first one he's basically just a hot shot pilot that's his character is that he's really good at flying and he's he's a good-looking guy. That's like it. <laughs> yep. But in this one um he is like really haunted by like what happened to Goose in that original movie and that really affects him. Uh I mean, we learn a lot about him in the years between the movies and how he's like kind of tried to be there for Rooster, but in some ways he's also kind of hindered him um just because he wants him to be safe and all of that and All of that stuff is very interesting. And their dynamic, those two characters in general, is probably the best just character part in the movie. Yep, I Uh, would
1: agree. I think it's just a good time. Like I think, like you said, this is just going to connect with most audiences. So if you're on the fence about seeing it, just go on us because it's like we literally were dreading this movie for (laughs) nearly three years and we liked it. So
0: They, uh, They do play Danger Zone yes they do so uh don't don't you worry about that um though the the, that was one of the other things i wanted to mention is the score is kind of interesting because they they kind of make it more modern but they do keep touches of like the old kind of synth 80s score that the original had i think it was a good balance of keeping it retro and modernizing it yeah um and not not to mention that, but also the licensed music they choose, I really liked. Uh, just it was a lot of classic rock, which I enjoy on its own, but I thought it worked really well for when they used it in the movie.
1: I did too. Uh-huh. Very
0: good. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of touched on it when you were talking about the uh, effects and stuff, but the, the dogfights in general are just so good. A lot of it is done practically, uh, from what I understand. I don't know. I mean, I I assume Tom Cruise did a lot of his own stuff. I don't know about the other actors, but they at least made it look really good. Um, the planes, a lot of their movements are real. I don't know how many of those people are actually in the cockpits, though. Regardless, looks flawless. Yeah,
1: you wouldn't be able to tell. And honestly, no. once you cross that threshold, good on them for doing that. Um, insane. Yeah. Uh, I was telling Olden, I'm like, I'm like, I feel bad for Patty Jenkins because whatever Rogue Squadron movie she's going to make for <laughs> Star Wars, I'm like, good luck topping that movie. You're just <laughs> not going to make a better dog fighting movie than Top Gun Maverick. I just, I don't know how they're going to make a better version of that. I mean, yes, the Star Wars element is exciting, mm-hmm.
0: but you can't you can't do Star Wars practically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's the big thing is, I mean, I don't, I'm not like in love with this movie, but from that standpoint, like Star Wars is just not going to be able to surpass it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I enjoyed a Star Wars dogfighting movie more, but... Yeah, you're not going to have that practical element. It's not going to be really them flying in space unless they waited, you know, 100, 200 years or so, <laughs> <laughs> however long, till we get to that point. But we'll see. We'll um, see. I mean, without, uh, I mean, it's delayed indefinitely. Maybe it will get delayed 200 years. We'll see. That's all I got to gi- say,
1: Alden. I think non-spoiler-wise.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me, too. So
1: I'm going to give it an eight out of eight and a half out of ten.
0: Uh, I think I will give it a seven and a half.
1: There you have it. All right, shall we do spoilers, Holden?
0: Yeah, let's go on to spoilers. Awesome. <laughs> All right, spoilers for Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I mean, the main Top Gun theme is probably one of the better parts of that original movie. It's recognizable, at uh, least. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Um. I. Uh, the part that kind of surprised me was the beginning and that whole, like, he's trying to break the speed record and he's, you know, trying mm-hmm. to... He's this test pilot in that ship. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Um, It was honestly... It was like a beautiful sequence. Mm -hmm. Like, there were some gorgeous shots when he's, like, basically in the outside of Earth's atmosphere. He's, like, in (laughs) space, essentially, going uh, Mach 10. Yeah, and I mean... ridiculous.
0: I mean, obviously, there's a certain level to it where we know he's going to be in the rest of the movie but I mean it was still pretty thrilling because it, it felt like he was really struggling to push it to that limit and then he kept going and obviously there was the whole aspect that he wasn't supposed to be doing it so there's already that tension but he's such a maverick oh wait <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and hey, that line where he's
1: walks with like the, the cop or the diner or whatever he's like where am I and the kid goes earth that's it that's a great line yeah i have
0: i have a soft spot for those scenes where like you'll just have someone like awkwardly walk into a diner after they were in a like a fight or something i think that's always kind of funny yeah
1: that was that was a good good sequence and i i was not expecting that from this movie so i was like oh i liked that Hmm, Mm -hmm. top gun maverick you may not be as bad as i thought you might be
0: little uh ed harris appearance at the beginning of the movie
1: yeah it was like ed harris is in this movie um which i was talking to hold about his performance in into darkness star trek so uh, which i did not remember he was in I, now i want to rewatch it <laughs> we should we should rewatch that movie because i'm like is that movie as good as i remember it being maybe not um people don't like it i would be a good podcast episode i really liked it at the time anywho um, like I said, this movie, they do the Death Star Trench run. <laughs> they like It's like, it, okay, how can we 2022-ify the Death Star Trench run? And that's exactly what they did. they just yeah. like, all right, there's a trench. You can't go above 100 feet in elevation. Otherwise, these laser-guided missiles are going to take you out. I'm like, okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of sharp turns. You're going to have to learn about that, all the G-forces. You're going to have to do it in a certain amount of time because the enemy jets are going to get together and they're going to go after you. So you got to do a vague enemy. Yeah. The enemy. (laughs) It's just, you know, good. I got on them for not labeling an enemy. Honestly, didn't need to.
0: I don't think they do in the first one either. Honestly, I don't, I don't remember the first one being like the Russians, even though it's the eighties or anything. Yeah. I don't, um, the Top Gun universe just has a vague enemy faction. (laughs)
1: um and and then they need to like i like the idea they have to pull up really quickly and they experience all those g-forces and then they have to go down and they have to basically do the death star like ion cannon shot down into the core of death star but they need to do it twice in a row um (laughs) so they need two
0: luke skywalkers (laughs) they need two one in a million shots yeah and uh yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of worried at the beginning when I, they were focusing entirely just on that one mission because when they described it, I was like, okay, like, I can see why this will take some training, but I don't see how, like, like, the whole movie being training for this would be that interesting. But they managed to make it so. Like, I was i was pretty engaged anytime they were doing any of the training sequences um maverick is just such a loose cannon that i mean he was able to pull a bunch of stuff that they normally wouldn't have been able to train for yeah it was all very cool um but yeah and then the actual sequence itself of the trench run is very exciting um i was getting nervous i was constantly like thinking that one of them was going to lift just above 100 meters and then they were going to get shot at by the missiles like, i was i was constantly worried about that but they managed yeah to do before
1: it. we before we dive too much into that i also just enjoyed the scene or like they fire maverick and the other guy you know the pencil pushers are taken over and then maverick's like comes in he somehow steals a like an F eighteen jet. uh, How does he acquire (laughs) Oh, and then he does the the track in two minutes and fifteen seconds, and they're like, "What the heck?" (laughs) And he inspires them. You know, it's it's corny, but it's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Where he got the jet, we don't know. But cares. (laughs) It's cool. Yeah,
1: it it was cool. I can suspend my disbelief for that. Um wish he could have dropped that missile onto the people on their cell phones all the time in the row in front of us come on
0: yeah right yeah we, we the entire row in front of us in the theater was like pretty much filled and there were a bunch of them that were just on their phones for a bunch of the movie
1: on like full brightness
0: yeah taking pictures and snapchats
1: i'm like what are you doing what are you doing down there i wanted to kick their seats but i'm like
0: yeah that's how i am uh, that's how i am sometimes jimmy but i didn't yell at them this time
1: yeah (laughs) i don't want to i don't want (laughs) to the top gun crowd is not the crowd i want to rile up no (laughs) no it's just you never know what they're gonna be like uh um so let's see where else so yes the trench run itself uh, you got, the, the, of course, the, you got the missiles. You got all the g forces too, which I thought they did a good job conveying. And again, you always get a sense of where things are, and I like how you really know what the mission is because the <laughs> whole movie is building up to this climax. You need to know what, like, you're just waiting for something to go wrong, you're waiting for somebody to die, and remarkably, nobody dies. <laughs> like, again, yeah, I would thought people were. I was like, Tom Cruise is gonna die. For a part of it, I was pretty convinced he was gonna die, um, or Hangman was gonna die, or you know, yeah. There, I mean,
0: there, or even like some of the more expendable like team members that we never knew much about. Like I figured, some of them would die, but none of them do. No. Um, What? Backtracking a little bit, one of the things I mean, you mentioned you always know where things are, and one of the things I liked about that trench run when they actually do it is like. And there, there's a certain point where, like, uh, Rooster and his wingman are, like, slowing down a bit. And you get a sense of how far back they are because you keep seeing, like, these landmarks and stuff in this trench. And so you see, like, Tom Cruise pass it. And then, like, like 15 seconds later or whatever, you see Miles Teller pass it. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. And then as he starts speeding up, the the gap between those shots is gets shorter and shorter. So... There's some really good just continuity there. And you have
1: everybody at Yavin 4 looking at the computer screens, too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah exactly. They should have just called the boat Yavin 4, like the USS Yavin. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the trench run. Um, but exciting. Oh, yeah, as, just as exciting as that was in 1977 for audiences, honestly. Um, and they... I kept waiting for the, something to go wrong with the actual run itself because they made it out to be, like, so impossible. Mission impossible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it goes off without a hitch, really.
0: Honestly. I mean, aside from the end part, which I still don't understand, like, how they were training for that because, like, they knew they were going to get shot at by the missiles. Uh, so, like, that went how they expected, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't fully understand that part of the plan, I guess. Well, it went off without a hitch except Rooster got shot down.
1: Or sorry, not Rooster. Rooster was about to get shot down and then Maverick comes in. Yeah, Maverick got shot down. And then, so that, I mean, really, the it went as about as well as they could have expected. But then Rooster was like, no man left behind. I'm going back in. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the movie, I was like, okay, I it's it got yeah. a little it got a little too bombastic for me there and you got like the, yeah. the helicopter shooting at Tom Cruise and they get blown up by Rooster's jet and then Rooster gets shot down he's like the, he told me just yeah. to do not think and then they're stealing a an even older aircraft
0: well so first of all I mean that climax for me I feel like the like the trench run is all you need right like that was already very exciting and it would have made sense. It wouldn't have felt overbearing. Like that's what the whole movie has been building to. We see it. It's very exciting. It's cool. But then it just like keeps going with all this stuff on the ground. And there's some weird humor in there that wasn't funny. <laughs> like, I, I don't um, know if
1: it was like, I would say I thought it was pretty funny. It just was such a huge tonal shift that it was jarring. It It was more jarring to me than not funny oh see I didn't I think say. it
0: honestly I didn't think most of the humor in this movie worked for me that's something I should, probably should have mentioned before but um yeah and then yeah as you said they they go to steal a plane miraculously there's one plane that hasn't been destroyed in this like just perfect hangar like they bombed the crap out of this runway ra- runway and it just looks like it hasn't even been like touched by anything um yeah Which I don't mind that like bonding moment between them, but I just think they could have done it in like a more natural and less. If, like, like for a movie
1: that felt hyper realistic, it mm -hmm. was became very unrealistic. Yeah. And he managed to steal
0: this plane without anyone like noticing at all. Especially like, I know it was like chaotic there at the time, but there was only one plane left i feel like people would have noticed they
1: went from playing tom clancy's hawks or whatever to just cause 2 <laughs> <laughs> is how i would describe what happened yeah yeah <laughs> they they went from playing area uh was aerial com sky aerial combat skies ace combat. ace combat skies unknown to just cause 2 in a matter of seconds <laughs> that's uh that's how i would describe the end of this movie but you know what i didn't hate it i was just like whoa that was very jarring and i you know it was fun so i i i honestly thought like okay whatever i'll go with it it was still exciting it was fun i appreciated how you know obviously hangman was gonna come in and save the day i was just like is i was waiting for the millennium falcon to come out of nowhere and just (laughs) all right kid you're clear and i'll take this shot and let's blow this thing (laughs) <laughs> but, and I also appreciated that Hangman's out, uh helmet left out some of the letters. But that was a nice touch. Oh the yeah. The graphic yeah, design. I, that's
0: right. I did like that too. I noticed that.
1: But um yeah. Um I I appreciate it. It's like, "Oh, we have reserves." Okay, yeah. They're definitely going to come into play. Also, why would they not just send out the reserves too yeah, to be in that- the air?
0: That was like the big thing for me. I didn't really understand why they were just sitting there the whole time. I mean, I know they're not supposed to be taking the trench run, but why are they not up in the air already?
1: And also, why did they bomb the the runway so soon? Why didn't they just wait another minute to bomb the runway so then the other fighters, they would have more time to escape before the other fighters got there? Yeah, that's a good point. Other things like that, where it's like, okay, whatever. They did so many things so well that I can forgive some of these other little plot holes. Yeah, I thought it was um, a pretty stinking good movie, Holden, and I think a ha- lot of people are gonna like it. So
0: that's what I have to say. That's and uh, I am we, done. So we haven't mentioned uh, the the love interest at al- at all. <laughs> yep, she's in it. She is in it. Uh, Jennifer Connelly. Um, she plays a character that is mentioned in the first movie, which I like. I think I had remembered seeing the cast list and then like they briefly mentioned her in the first movie. I was like, oh, okay, so that's who Jennifer Connelly is playing. But yeah,
1: I her bar was weird. People just get stuck paying for hundreds of dollars. Uh, Yeah, of of alcohol. I'm like, well, that doesn't
0: how does how does that work? It was weird and then he she just lets them like unplug the jukebox and stuff and it seems like rowdy, but I don't know, everyone seems to be nice, I guess. I don't know, hold them. It's an it's an eighties
1: movie. Yeah, basically. So there we go. I'm done. Got it. Good.
0: Um Yeah, I think I'm done too. All right, you're top done, Maverick. There yeah, we go. I'm top done, Maverick. Thank goodness we don't have to see this trailer anymore. I am so great. That's honestly the best thing that come out of this movie for me. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, lot of riding motorcycles without helmets, too. Unsafe, yeah, v- I say. Very unsafe. Not good to teach our children, I would Not- say. <laughs> all the all the young ch- I mean, I guess there were young children in the theater when we saw it. There was a little kid, like, right in front of you yeah
1: all right holden what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing no what are you doing what are you doing
0: no what are you doing what are you doing all right jimmy so the big thing uh this week is that i want re all three of the prequels um hadn't seen them in quite a while wanted to give them an honest fair shot uh, before obi-wan also so that i could remember everything that happened in them because playing through skywalker saga i was like i do not remember these plot points like at all (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah um so one and two are still bad in my opinion i think those movies are not good i really just i cannot understand why people like those movies (laughs) like aside from nostalgia like i i I get that that's fine if you're nostalgic for those movies all good for you i mean i'm nostalgic for tron legacy like (laughs) which i do think is a better movie than those Uh, i will die on that grave though um but No, I mean it's just like the writing is—it's so boring and like there, there's so much but so little said. Like at any given point, Um, Padme and Anakin are just terrible. (laughs) Like the worst part of those movies is—I mean, not even from like a—they don't like they don't seem like they would like each other, but it's more of like that. He was a literal child (laughs) like that. (laughs) That whole, I can't get past that. And I mean, the writing between them as they get older, isn't really any better either. Um, And uh, the CG, I mean, I get it was of the time. And I know there's that whole like behind the scenes thing where you see all the like miniatures and stuff. I know that Jimmy, you don't have to like preach that to me. It still doesn't look very good in my opinion um i can appreciate the effort that went behind it but i just don't think it has held up like at all really um but um yeah uh revenge of the sith though um i do like a lot more than the other two um it's still not as good as any of the original trilogy in my eyes but i enjoyed myself with that one it was at least i i had a good time uh there's a lot more things going on um i think the i think the more increased focus on action was able to take (laughs) means there's less time spent on the terrible dialogue (laughs) so i was (laughs) so that that kind of helped a little bit um i mean the mustafar fight i think is the only time in the like that prequels that didn't look like they were staying in front of and standing in front of a green screen like that looked legit to me i was like okay that looks really good still um. So that was vi- visually very fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I don't have a ton to say about Revenge of the Sith. Solid movie. Nice. Um, but yeah. Um. Then aside from that, I started Stranger Things season four. I am two and a half episodes in. I was watching it before we started, so I didn't get to finish that third episode. I haven't it's, watched
1: any of it. because so I was like, they're all an hour and 15 minutes long.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, I didn't realize they were all so long. Um, it is it is very different. It has like a different vibe than the other ones. And it, it seems to be taking itself more seriously, which I don't think is a bad thing necessarily, because there's more of a horror focus... And I think it's more of, like, growing up with the kids than it is necessarily, like, just, like, changing the tone for no reason. I think it works. Yeah. It's just, like, not what I was expecting. Um, I'm liking it so far. The only thing really negative I have to say is that there are just too many characters. Yeah. I really need to
1: watch a recap of seasons one through three. And I'm just, like, it's daunting to me that there's seven (laughs) hour, 15 minute plus episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. That I need to watch like it's I, I if there was just one episode I think I would have watched it this week but now that yeah. there are seven I'm like holy smokes um, yeah and I've been distracted by other things which I'll mention when I get to my part but yeah it's a lot
0: I've heard that the last episode of this part which is the seventh episode total apparently that one is like really good so I'm I'm eager to get to that so we'll see um yeah um been playing a lot of Skywalker Saga I, as I told Jimmy before we started I spent like the most of the last couple of days just playing that game I, I have a lot of fun with it I am still going for 100% I'm not tired of it yet we'll see I have like 600 out of the 1200 ky- kyber bricks oh my
1: gosh you're halfway done <laughs> yeah <laughs> it takes
0: so long like That's just I said. Getting... no way <laughs> Because you only get like one at a time most of the time when you're just exploring the city, so yeah, it's just very incremental. Um, I feel like I watched something else movie-wise, but oh, I I did rewatch Doctor Strange earlier in the week, uh, the new one. How um, was it the second I, time? It was, it, I liked it. Uh, I it probably really didn't improve or get worse either way the second time. I don't even think like. I th- just really liked it. I picked up on more Sam Raimi things. I think that time, um, maybe I did enjoy it a little bit more. Um, I don't know. My review from last week or two weeks ago, however, however long that was, uh, still holds. I think, I think it was three much. weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Wow. Because we had the we had
1: Men and then we had Boss Baby, the Family. Business, oh yeah, that's so. right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> three weeks
0: ago. Um. But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been doing, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, and I'm... Uh, oh, no, never mind. I think I'm good.
1: What about you? I was just going to say, imagine someone telling us a few months ago that we were going to like Top Gun Maverick way considerably more than the movie Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so uh, what I've been doing this week, Holden, played a little bit more Lego Star Wars myself. Getting, I'm just plowing through the story, though. Cause I'm kind of I'm kind of wanting to play other things, so I'm like I should finish this first. Um, I so do too. I, I am uh, I'm on I I'm where we last talked when we went to Top Gun. I'm just getting to Endor in um, Return of the Jedi, so that's where I'm at.
0: Having do fun. Do you uh, do you have aim assist on Jimmy?
1: I. I think i do i think it's just on by default so I oh, think okay. I do. yeah
0: keep it on for that speeder bike chase because otherwise it is impossible and the level will end before you can beat it <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what happened to me um yeah, maybe you should just get good bro yeah maybe <laughs> otherwise holden big week in terms of it was the better call saw mid-season finale um mm-hmm. I would need to double check, but the last time I did check, it was a nine point nine out of ten on uh IMDB. Uh and I would have to agree. It is a very good episode of television, and I will not say any more than that. Uh but what it did do, Holden, it was it convinced me that it is time I must rewatch Breaking Bad. (laughs) And boy, I've already rewatched the first season (laughs) and I'm uh, finished the first episode of the second season too. Now it is seven episode first season, but still like, dang, this is a good show too. And they're, they're good for like different reasons too. I think the plot is better in Breaking Bad, but I enjoy the characters more in better call Saul is what I would say. Mm -hmm. I would describe it. And I think they're like equally good and it just comes down to personal preference Sure, sure. That's what I would say there. Otherwise, don't think I've been doing anything other than those two. I didn't watch any more Rome because I got distracted with better. Uh, with Breaking Bad, I did rewatch. I watched the season mid-season finale twice. Uh, yes, it still has a nine point nine out of ten as well.
0: So, Holden, I'm excited for
1: you to watch it because I really would like to talk about better call so
0: yeah i want to speed through it faster but i'm watching it with my roommate and so (laughs) i might if if we don't speed up i might have to just start watching it on my own because i do want to catch up by the time the second part of the season starts absolutely in july 11th so Mm
1: -hmm. yes it was i was very tempted to make a tomp video uh for the youtube channel because of it because Video. but i i ended up not doing that i ended up watching breaking bad instead <laughs> uh so
0: yeah that's what i got holding. what are we doing next week um so good question jimmy i think next week we don't have a movie coming out which is weird because it's beginning of june um so I think I'm going to double check real quick, see if there is anything coming out.
1: Exciting <laughs> podcasting going on right here. Just a little on air production Meaning,
0: Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I don't think there is. So we could either do something else that's released recently and we could do a request or we could just do a movie we want to do. So I don't know. Um, not saying we have to do it. I just re- remembered though I also watched The Jackass 4.5 uh, on Netflix which was very funny. But I don't know, Jimmy, is there something you want to you want to do or should we leave it a mystery to the uh the listeners? Maybe we
1: could just have Emily come in and review the new Downton Abbey movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll leave it a mystery. I think we'll just do a movie that we want to watch, I would say. Okay. And then we'll just whatever it is well, maybe Holden will put something on Facebook for once, huh?
0: <laughs> Make a poll or something.
1: Well, I mean, obviously we will have Obi-Wan, if nothing mm-hmm. else. And maybe maybe we could watch uh, get to a certain thing in Stranger Things or something. Maybe the first four episodes. Oh, the first episode true.
0: of Boys comes out next week, too.
1: Ooh. So maybe we'll just do an all-TV week. We'll, we'll do Obi-Wan Kenobi the boys episode 1 of season 3 and then maybe the first 3 or 4 episodes of stranger things
0: yeah whatever i mean i'll probably be caught up by stranger at stranger things by that point but well
1: okay <laughs> i don't i probably won't be able to get through all 7 but we'll That's see fine. where i get and then we'll just do an all tv episode good good ti- good time for tv is what they say it is all right you can take us home home
0: Alright, well, if you want to leave us a request, you can do so by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or by emailing us at toppodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or by donating to our Patreon. Um Yeah.
1: Sweet Holden. If that's all, then I will say my line, which is adios, pantalones. Love you. <Sear> <wedding> That one movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dump.